Hey everybody, it's Bevan. Welcome to Bevan, a femme over 40 and her friends podcast. I'm your host, Bevan. I'm here with my co-host, Biscuit Reynolds. I've said my name three times. It's time to start the show. Today, I'm really excited to introduce you to my friend, Etwan. Um, I met Etwan when I lived in LA. Um, I had been moving, when I moved across the country from Brooklyn to LA, I was listening to the audio book for Teresa Caputo, The Long Island Medium. I have mentioned her books many times on this podcast. I think they're essential for grief and grieving. And if you are psychic or want to develop your psychic skills, her books are a super great place to start, including and especially her first book, which is called There's More to Life Than This. Um, I in that book, she talks about how you can use acupuncture to increase your psychic abilities. And I like immediately got the ping that, oh, I think I need to do acupuncture. I think this is a path for me. And of course you can have that idea. This, I'm sure this is very relatable to have an idea to do something, but not really follow through on it uh, for years. And that was my experience. So I knew I wanted to do it. I had run into a couple of acupuncturists. I think I did. I had done some community acupuncture back in Brooklyn and had done some uh, community acupuncture in LA, but it was funny because I ran into acupuncturists who didn't have any, the faintest clue how one might improve their psychic abilities using acupuncture points. But I met each one when they were in um, acupuncture school. I forget what it's called, <laughs> but I met them at that time and they knew exactly what I was talking about, about those points. Um, it's really like right here and right here, crown chakra, third eye, right? Um, but there's other points too. Um, there's one for ancestral healing that I mentioned in our podcast um, is something that would was always big for me. Like that was the one point that always hurt, um, but it's because there's a lot of energy pouring through and acupuncture is a way to kind of release that energy. Um, so even though I knew Yifan was the right acupuncturist for me, it took me until they actually had graduated and started their own practice to start seeing them. But I sure was getting the strong, strong messages from the universe. This is before my ex uh, fiance and I uh, broke up right before that. I was getting some strong messages that I needed to be making acupuncture appointments. And so I did super grateful. I was treated by each one for about nine months, 10 months. Um, and I think it made a huge difference in a time where I was really suffering emotionally and physically. Uh, and so super grateful for it. I also was very encouraged on my path to try acupuncture regularly and really commit to it um, by a podcast I had listened to in 2018 uh, that kind of just introduced what um, traditional Chinese medicine is and what you can expect in appointment. So that's why I talked about that stuff um, with Yituan because I want to encourage you uh, whether or not you see Yituan, but if you're in anywhere in Southern California, worth the drive to South Pasadena, beautiful place. Also really great restaurants near <laughs> Yituan studio. So um, it's worth, it's a, it's a destination that I would highly recommend. What a caring and sweet um, and intentional professional um, that each one is. Um, so I'm excited for you to meet them. And uh, I also want to tell you how to support this podcast. So the best way to support this podcast is through my Patreon page, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash FKDP, which stands for Fat Kid Dance Party, which is my aerobics class for anyone who feels left behind by mainstream fitness. If you've ever been called too fat, too much, or felt too awkward to dance, mine is the supportive class for you. Uh, it's such a fun aerobics class. It's a fun way to move your body, but it's also very much a healing um, for inner child work or um, just connecting to your body. I think your body is your sacred vessel. You only get the one in your whole life and you might as well move it and heal it and connect and create with it. Um, membership starts at seven bucks a month. 
And that includes all of my Zoom aerobics classes. There's at least five of those a month, um, 15 bucks a ticket, which uh, makes that $7 Patreon pay for itself in one class. Um, I also have tons of other resources that are available only for members, including spiritual self-care lessons. I've done a whole year of them. So you get uh, 12 of those included, uh, a podcast of many episodes that's just for subscribers. Uh, I do some Patreon-only events, um, and I also have the full subscriber tier, uh, the, what I call a sustaining membership. That's really what enables me to make this my job um, and be able to continue to create this content here on YouTube or on my podcast or wherever you might be seeing this. Um, all of that is supported by these sustaining members. $25 a month, less than the cost of one soul cycle class, and you get all of my pre recorded aerobics classes. There's six classes available at a time a 10 minute, a 20 minute, two 55 minute classes, a chair aerobics class and a canna size class, which is slower, more repetitive choreography for use with an optional cannabis experience. And all of those plus bonus classes from body positive aerobics instructors I love. Um, and we swap classes. And uh, I just like to resource you with self-care. So uh, 25 bucks a month, you get access to all those, plus all the Zoom classes, plus all the benefits that I said before. And if you really want a ball, 55 bucks a month gets you access to special self-care boxes that I send you um, with things that I curate just for you. So it's a subscription box that's highly personalized. Um, and I love to get to do it. And I love to get to support people in their self-care journeys. I think that you are a wonderful, magnificent creature. And I'm just so, so grateful that I get to support folks through this Patreon page. Um, and also that I get to support you through this podcast. So thanks for subscribing, for liking, um, and for sharing it with your pals, if you think this is valuable. And now let's get on with the show. Welcome to the podcast, each one. <laughs> Thanks for the Muppet wave. Um, I am so excited to have you on here. Uh, I feel like this has been a long time coming. You're like one of the friends where I'm like, oh, I really need to reach out to Ituan um, and talk about traditional Chinese medicine and how like the gifts that this practice has for us in the present moment. Um, in the pre-show, I was just talking about how it's like existed for thousands of years. There's so much wisdom that can help us live happier and healthier lives now, um, especially in a global pandemic. Um, so my first question for you, Yituan, um, will you share with us what is traditional Chinese medicine? Yes. Um, hello, everybody. I'm Yituan. I have a practice in South Pasadena. I practice acupuncture and also uh, Chinese herbal medicine. Um, so uh, what is TCM? So TCM, well, my phone, sorry. No, there, you can't get this wrong. <laughs> Um, so TCM is, you know, a 5,000-year-old based medicine that, um, to sum, sum it up, it's an organ balancing, uh, it's an organ balancing system, and it's a constitutional medicine and also a preventative medicine. So we don't wait till, oh my gosh, you know, something's really bad. I have this serious illness, serious disease. I need to go see the doctor. We don't do that emergency kind of situation. We see people on a daily basis and advise diet, advise herbal medicine, uh, give acupuncture to help promote the immune system. Mm, I love it. I am very excited for people to potentially even take notes from this conversation uh, as they're finding out things that can help them now um, and through this pandemic. Um, 
And I'm curious, like what drew you specifically to TCM as a field of practice, service, et cetera? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so I think ever since I was a kid, I've always been wanting to, you know, help people and kind of like interested in my own health. So I was a yoga t teacher for a long time and that, that definitely uh, encouraged my passion in, in like focusing on the body and, and the mind and the, the health. Um, so I decided to go to TCM school. Um, there actually during, during um, TCM school, I had this moment where I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So um, that definitely influenced me to really, really look at what it means to be uh, an integrative medicine practitioner. I went to you know Western medicine to you know get my 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 help and whatever I needed, and I also went to an acupuncturist uh, weekly to balance my body, balance my organs, and as a result, you know I was like, it's not just a physical thing; it's also mentally emotional, and I need to take care of myself, you know, not only from the outside but from the inside, not just physical but also emotional. Mm. Absolutely, and then. Did you grow up using uh, TCM? Is that part of your household? Um, I did grow up a little bit my, with, with some TCM. I remember like when I was a kid, you know, I would get these mysterious uh, stomach aches. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were really thinking back, it wasn't stomach ache. I just missed my mom because, you know, I had moments where I didn't see my mom when I was a kid. And, you know, of course the, the you know, the emotional appeared physical. And my mom was like, oh, I need to take you to go see a doctor. And she took me to see a Chinese doctor. And I think that was my first ex exposure. And then she would, you know, here and there, give me like some herbal medicine that I was like, oh, this is the grossest thing ever. <laughs> uh, it can be gross. Uh, but also, you know, I think I, I feel oh. like the gross stuff is like kind of part of it almost like it's like, you know, you just get through it. But I don't know. I can imagine for a kid, that's hard. Thankfully, thankfully now, you know, you're, we're not consuming it in like a soup form that my mom gave me. Uh, we're actually, you know, using capsules more now and, you know, granules, which tend to taste a little bit better. Totally, totally. Bypass the taste buds entirely by popping a capsule. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So you became a yoga instructor and then shifted into um, studying TCM what was that shift? Was it like a calling on your life? You're like, I just really want to do this thing. Or was it like, um, I don't know, what was it? Did you have inspiration that brought you into it? Honestly, my inspiration is like growing up with a lot of like fascination with martial arts. <laughs> so I, for some reason that, you know, cause in martial arts, when you watch a lot of like martial arts movies, like the Chinese ones, they talk about acupuncture, they talk about, um, and one of, one of my absolute favorite martial arts slash heroes is a Chinese doctor. So in, in one of the, in one of the uh, uh, nonfiction books, like that is, uh, oh, fake is fiction, fiction books. In one of the fiction books that, that I, I, uh, I religiously watched when I was a kid, you know, he was a Chinese doctor. He was so cool. He was so like queer too. <laughs> I love that. What's it called? It's called Condor Heroes. Condor Heroes. Yeah. I love it. I love. I love that it was kind of like a superhero martial artist 
medical practitioner, like exactly in all the ways. Um, what a life of service. Do you practice martial arts now? I don't practice martial arts, but I do do Tai Chi, which is like a kind of like a slower form of martial arts. In fact, a lot of the movements are similar. They're basically the same. Like even if I go like this, it's basically a block and a, you know, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I've actually um, been doing some Qigong and Tai Chi uh, in the pandemic just to kind of have almost it's like an intimacy with nature and movement at the same time like to just go outside and just slow down and intentionally move my body the way someone's teaching me to like it's beautiful I love that well you know that's so important right now during the pandemic and I think that also helps the immune system which is to move our bodies to connect with nature definitely absolutely oh yay um okay so with uh with a, a TCM appointment, what can someone expect who's like never been um, and didn't understand? And I'll tell you this, before I started seeing you uh, for acupuncture and TCM, I had listened to a podcast that kind of like broke it all down for me. And I was like, oh, I get it. Oh, okay. I think I want to do this. So tell me like what people can expect from an appointment. Okay. I think everybody works a little differently, but the first appointment with me is very thorough. It's a two hour appointment where I take your whole medical history and we talk for the first hour. Um, then I do an assessment. And like I said, it's uh, organ-based medicine. So I assess like, oh, is it the spleen? Is it the liver? Is it the kidney? What stands out? And then kind of uh, do objective uh, ob observation of tongue, ob objective observation of your pulse, and then kind of different medical uh, uh, things that you bring in that you had surgery, you had a history of taking certain medications. Um, and then after that, I do a, a diagnosis and then we give you acupuncture and herbs. I love it. Um, okay, acupuncture for scaredy cats. What would you suggest for people who are scared of having needles put in their bodies? Like, how do you talk them through like yeah. that easy for them? Uh-huh, that's a good question. Um, you know, honestly, everybody comes in with a little bit of apprehension because they've never, especially if they've never done it before. Um, but most people, like, I, I think probably 95%, like, I usually have very, very little, like, oh, this is great. This is too hard. You know, I do have a few people who, who, who are really, really scared. Um, but for the most part, most people are just going to be like, oh, oh, that was it. Oh, that was nothing. Um, but the, the 5%, what I usually do is, is uh, alongside, because I'm also very connected with my own body. I've done yoga and like you, I do a lot of movement meditation. Um, I connect with them and I say, hey, you know, let's take some breaths, um, inhale, and exhale. And, you know, we kind of, we kind of do it together. And then we, we do each needle mindfully. And I think that that usually helps. Totally. I have to say for me, I'm very scaredy cat about stuff that I know is going to hurt. And, um, in acupuncture, I found that like probably 90% of the needles didn't hurt at all. And then like, there would be like 5% where it was like an ouch. And then like another 5% that was like a howl. Um, and I remember there was like one point on my foot that like you would hit every 
week, which was necessary, obviously, because the howl is part of the release, right? But like, <laughs> it was just like reliably painful. Um, but it doesn't last very long. It's like a very like you just breathe through it and even like painful emotions. I talk about this all the time and it's never not going to come out of my mouth is that it takes 90 seconds to clear a painful emotion. So like, just like with body pain, you just breathe into it and just ride the wave and allow it to dissipate and then go into your post needles while still having the needles, like meditation laying there. Like how long do you lay there? Like, I don't remember. <laughs> After uh, needles. Well, first of all, I was going to say like, you, you, you explained the process so well, like basically, yeah, it lasts for a few seconds. And then, um, as long as, as long as you kind of stay aware and connected to your own body, then you're like, Oh, it actually goes away. And Oh, it's actually healing my body at the same time. Um, usually a session, uh, the acupuncture part goes from 20 to 40 minutes, depending, uh, on the case. If, you know, it depends on the, uh, what, what's happening to the body as, as well. So usually, um, 20, 20 to 40 minutes. Mm, I love that. And like, it's something I found too, like with the herbs you would recommend and the food, and I'm still eating goji berries. Um, and, uh, and all of that, like it just, relief is the cure. Everything that people are looking for uh, from, from medicine, from therapy, from all the things, it's relief from whatever you're going through. And like, I always felt such a relief, right? Like from it, like, especially like during the time where I was seeing you, I was like going through some significant emotional pain. And like, it was really helpful to have my body have ways of releasing and relieving what was going on. Um, and I really think like acupuncture does that. Like it just like moves the energy in and out and around and um, all of that. Um, I am, so something that was really fun is that you would frequently talk about my gallbladder channel, um, but I don't have a gallbladder. So like, how does that work? <laughs> Um, so that's a really good question. Um, so, so the gallbladder channel is not just the physical organ gallbladder, right? Even if you don't have a gallbladder anymore, your, your body is still directing in that direction. And then when it goes to that direction, it's just kind of reroutes itself, but you know, it's, you still can have the signs and symptoms of gallbladder. Yes. Wow. So it's just like, and then in TCM, there's just like creating that balance, right? So like if it's out of balance, then like it gives you the, the relief or the healing. Is that what's going on? Yes, it, it, it balances it. So, you know, not to get too much into theory because that's just kind of too complex, but like, you know, with the gallbladder thing, like the, there's a strong relationship between gallbladder and liver in Chinese medicine. So, you know, if you don't have a gallbladder, then, you know, the liver will probably respond also. So there's, you know, there's also that kind of relationship. I love that. Um, so, okay. And then also other things you do, you do so many things. You also do cupping. What does cupping do for the body? And what is cupping for people who don't know what it is? Right. Okay. So cupping is uh, usually either in a glass cup or a plastic cup. And uh, uh, it basically works by, you know, um, uh, compression. So then uh, you put fire in there and then you just cup the person. Um, and it basically helps a couple of things. Um, so I do a couple of techniques. So that, that, that's why I like when people ask me, um, 
I think about the multiple techniques. So there's different different things that I could do. So sometimes I'll do running cupping. Sometimes I'll do um, I'll do stain cupping. Uh, they help to move move stagnation. So like you know it's 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 been popularized by like Michael Phelps, who you know we saw during the Olympics he would like have repetitive motion with his arms, and then when they did cupping on him, you saw these like black and purple marks on his back because of the repetitive motion, there's a lot of stagnation. So uh, the, the cupping helps to basically move the stagnation so that he doesn't feel so stuck. It, repetitive motion actually creates rigidity. So he, he's also um, uh, not, he's getting his stuff released and as well as uh, getting some pain relief from the repetitive motion. So that's one. The other usage is also to detox the body. So a lot of times actually, you know, this is more pre-COVID, but if, you know, if somebody has COVID, I, I obviously won't see them um, in person and we'll do herbal cons consultation. But um, if somebody comes in with the flu, uh, something I, I do also is to do um, either gua sha or running cupping, which helps, you know, like I said, actually this is a conversation before the recording with, with uh, Bevin, the head, the neck, and the shoulders are key areas for the body to um, stay, stay out of uh, attack by pathogens. That's one way to look at it. So like if it's a virus, if it's a bacteria, if it's fungus, it can actually go in through your skin. Your first line of defense is your skin. Um, so the head, the neck, and the shoulders for some re reason are the weakest spots. Um, and so it's important to cover that up. Um, but if you're sick with the flu or, or something like that, you know, doing some gua sha, doing some running cupping will open up your pores and allow, if it's on the surface level, the virus, uh, the infection is on the surface level, it'll allow the pathogen to actually come out of your body. Wow. Our bodies are miracles. There's so much that's just like in there that there's so much wisdom that we have and we're not even taught like even a fraction of what we know about what's possible for bodies and all of that. I'm going to walk around with my hoodie on now. Um, <laughs> really intentional. Although I do have this big, thick, long hair. So maybe that helps too. Um, okay. So uh, what are some good COVID protocols for folks who are like actually experiencing COVID, right? Like so many folks these days, like what are things that you suggest from your extensive connection to TCM? Yes, I, I've had many people call me for herbal consultation. Um, I think, I think there's, there's a plus to that. So it's great that people are seeking me for herbal consultation in terms of uh, getting like support um, to relieve COVID. Um, but the, the problem with this, this method is that people don't follow through. They'll take one dose, one course, like one week of it, and then they'll go, oh, okay, I feel better each one. I, I think I'm just gonna move on with my life. And so that happens. Um, but sometimes the care is actually you know, ongoing, especially for something, if it keeps, keeps lingering in your body, if you're experiencing uh, long haul symptoms, you need to continuously uh, care for your body, not just go, oh, okay, well, the sniffles are gone, you know, so I, and I can, I'm, I'm not tired anymore. I could move my, move around. You need to continually care for your body. So um, one thing, if you have COVID and you're seeking herbal medicine, I would say, you know, make sure that you continue to, to, to um, follow through with the, the course of, of taking the herbal medicine. 
Um, so that's one. And personally, what I've been using on myself for prevention and also for any kind of like small, like, okay, I notice like I feel a little bit funny. I don't know what this is. It could be the flu, it could be something. It could be just allergy, I don't know. I just pop something called Defender B, which I've been taking as, since I was a student. Um, and actually how it works is it covers what in Chinese medicine we call wind heat, wind cold, phlegm and dampness, all of those things, as well as boosting your immune system at the same time. So, you know, for that, that thing has helped me throughout the whole pandemic. I actually got less sick. I've never gotten sick actually in the last two years versus before the pandemic, I actually did get sick. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. That is interesting and also magnificent. I'm glad you haven't gotten sick. Where does somebody get Defender V? You could buy it in my clinic. <laughs> Even better, supporting a small business. Yes. Um, yeah. Etwan, where can people get a hold of you in order to get this Defender V Magic uh, Immunity Support Pill? Uh, you can either uh, call me or uh, go to my website deersongacupuncture.com or um, yeah, come see me in my clinic. Awesome. I will put all of that in the show notes uh, so folks can get a hold of you, but we still have more questions to go. Um, are there any other protocols that you suggest for folks dealing with COVID or wanting to prevent um, any kind? I don't want to get sick of any kind, so I'm, I'm here for the immune. Yeah. Um, so like I said, the main thing I use for myself is Defender V, um, but the other kind of things that you can keep around herbally are, um, so, so here's, a, here's another kind of concept for, for your people if they want to take notes is um, in Chinese medicine, we actually divide things into cold and hot. Um, and so even when you get, um, you, you get an infection or uh, some, some kind of thing, it could, you could actually have cold symptoms or you can have heat symptoms. And, you know, and this corresponds to, to, to modern medicine as well, conventional medicine as well, um, because we have fever, we have cold, right? So, um, people usually go, their go-to for getting sick, you know, at home is ginger. That's an excellent idea. However, um, in Chinese medicine, well, I have to layer the concept of heat and cold. What do you think uh, ginger is, cold or hot? I would say it's hot because it warms you up. Yeah, so ginger is hot. It's excellent for nausea, right? It's excellent for um, any kind of like stomach flu. That's also good to take. Um, and it's, it's also good for any kind of cold condition. So right now we're experiencing winter. And anybody with flu symptoms or anyone with COVID right now will experience a lot of the cold symptoms. So ginger would be a good thing to have around. However, during the summer, a lot of people will show up with more. It also depends on your internal body, but a lot of people during the summer in general, generally speaking, will feel more like sore throat or you know, cough or more hot symptoms. Do not do ginger then. Then you would want more cooling uh, medicine such as mint or chrysanthemum, or my favorite ever thing to, to keep around, and this is a must, honeysuckle. <laughs> I have to say, my friend Carol, hi Carol, if you're gonna watch this, um, that's my favorite herb. <laughs> honeysuckle, and how do you buy honeysuckle? Is it like in the flower form or is it ground up in little pills? Uh, you could, 
all of the above, you know, honeysuckle can become, come, come in the form of granules in a little thing, or you can actually buy the herbs um, at herbal, go to a, like a Chinese me medical medicine um, herb, herb, if you have one locally. Uh, we have like those things in LA, it's, plen it's plentiful, you kind of get, get those pretty easily. Um, otherwise, I do sell it also in my clinic. Another great reason to visit DeerSongAcupuncture.com. <laughs> uh, or call each one on the phone. Old yeah. like. um, okay, let's see. Do, 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 do. do you have any protocols for mental health support in these times? I know this is like, you know, a mental health crisis. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, that, that part to me is huge. And I have so much empathy for like patients who that's, I feel like that's the number one thing I'm seeing. Like, it's not even COVID that's like the, the problem. It's like how COVID has made people feel so much fear and anxiety. And that, that part just makes my heart break, you know, like I wish, you know, cause that actually affects your immune system. If you feel like, oh my God, I'm so fearful. I can't even go out and, you know, breathe this, like the breathe the fresh air or see the sun. Like, how does that affect you? So you know, that's why I was like, you know, one of the protocols, which you also practice is move your body, move your body by dancing, move your body by Tai Chi Chi Go, move your body by yoga, go out and hike, you know, don't stay home and, and, and be so fearful. And also, you know, definitely don't avoid um, taking care of your body, your mental health. So there's therapy, you can do it over Zoom. Uh, there's also acupuncture and herbs. My clinic is open. As long as you, you do not have COVID, you can come to my clinic. Um, but, you know, if you're, if you test negative for COVID, also trust that, you know, you're, you're negative for COVID. I think a lot of people feel like, you know, they can't even trust, you know, the test and they have to do it multiple times. And, you know, I think two times is good, solid. Um, you know, one time is already pretty good enough. I love it. I love it. Um, and like, and just really what I found is like the key for me finding a life that I am making a life that I actually enjoy living is centering my mental health. Like if I center my mental health, everything flows out really well. Um, and it gives me really good information about the boundaries I need to have both with myself and with other people, right? Like as fun as it is to just like sit on the couch and binge watch things, it isn't actually great for my mental health. So, so I like little disciplined things that help me um, like I have a morning routine an afternoon routine and a night routine and like, just kind of keep refining those things. Uh, and it's really been supporting me mentally through this, this marathon that we're all in. <laughs> um, okay. So let's see, do, 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 um, and then how, so when folks get a hold of you for treatment, um, do you have virtual options for our friends scattered across the globe? I do have virtual options. I have telemedicine. Um, like, I, like I said, I think the problem that I've been experiencing uh, with telemedicine is that people are excited the first time and then they're like, okay, I'm good. And then they kind of disappear. Mm. Um, like with acupuncture, it has to be kind of a course of learning about your body. It's not just like a one and done deal. You have to kind of persist. And uh, that's the other part. Uh, of, of the equation that I forgot to mention in terms of COVID prevention is that there are short-term things that you can do, right? Like if you're acutely experiencing COVID, 
there are things that you can do immediately to help you, but there are also more long-term immunity boosting things, which is that you, you just should be aware of your, your body and be in practice with your body. So not only know, okay, I have a sore throat, I need to take care of it. I have you know sniffles, I need to take care of it. I'm feeling anxious, I need to take care of it. Um, and do it by some kind of method that you trust. For me, acupuncture and herbs works really well. So, you know, that's the, that's the method that um, I, would, I would suggest. But seek more long-term care. I love that. And if folks are looking for long-term care in their area, like looking for a practitioner near where they live, what would you suggest they look for in terms of finding and identifying a practitioner that's right for them? That's a really good question. So I, I, at first I was actually kind of helping people look it up and like ask around, um, but that's really hard. So definitely what I would say is just go on Yelp or you know whatever directory you have, Google and find, okay, acupuncture, what shows up? And after that, um, I think, uh, so there are practitioners who purely treat pain which is what most of us are known for. And then there are practitioners who treat pain and more internal medicine, organ-based medicine, balancing medicine. One way you can ask is call them up and say, hey, you know, I'm in interested in um, kind of helping with my general health in boosting my immune system. Um, what kind of, how do you support with your acupuncture practice? Do you support it? I love that, that's helpful. Um, and then also for folks who are like queer or non-binary or like kind of gender non-conforming and like have had difficult or fat, like who've had difficulties navigating the medical industrial complex, which is different and distinct from TCM, how do you find a competent practitioner that's going to not be judgy or mean <laughs> about your body or like your sexuality or your gender or things like that? Well, yeah, that's a really good, good one. Um, that one, like. That one is really, you know, this is what you told me, um, which I find, find really helpful. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna offer it to everybody else too, which is, um, you know, call in, what did you say? Call in the divine goddess. Uh -huh. Whatever your spiritual like uh, higher belief is, um, you know, call in some divine help to find the right practitioner for you. That person out there, um, just, you know, set that intention. I'm going to find somebody who's going to help me with my immune system. I'm going to find somebody who's going to help me with my skin condition, with my eczema, with my, uh, whatever, whatever you're experiencing. All right. Give me the laundry list, all the things that can be, I mean, I think everything can be helped with TCM, but like, what are some great things that people see relief from with TCM? Um, excellent question. I, you know, there's a whole, it, so it is a balancing organ method. So pretty much everything. Um, but in my personal clinic, I have a lot of people with skin conditions. I have a lot of people with, uh, tinnitus, with, um, uh, vertigo dizziness. I have a lot of people with migraines, headaches. I've had people with seizures. I've had, um, you know, those are kind of from the top of my mind. I, I actually did have someone who came in for immune system support before COVID. And, you know, he continued to seek me, you know, here and there. And he, you know, he continues to come back. So, you know, those are all like really, really inspiring for me. Like, I love, I love that, you know, I've been able to help these people.
Yeah, that's so amazing. And like, it's fun to do a thing where like you really see tangible results, like relief from symptoms and things abating over time as, um, you know, and it's like, it's not just showing up for your clinic appointments. It's also taking your herbs and like, you know, modifying uh, your, how you're nourishing yourself to just be more of an ally to your body and the experience. I love that your client had immune inclinations before the pandemic, I too got like a strong call to just detox and to focus on my immune system. And I just did it. I was like, well, okay, this is what I meant to do. And then like the pandemic came about like about a month and a half later. And I was like, wow, <laughs> it was like great timing. <laughs> this um, is like, really well, I'm so happy. You know, we haven't seen each other in a while. And uh, yeah, great. Oh, absolutely. Um, Etwan, thank you so much for taking your time and sharing with us. I hope that this inspires some folks out there to go seek a practitioner that can perhaps you, hopefully you, but also like find someone who can like nourish them uh, in the way they need. And I've seen a lot of relief in my life and in others' lives from acupuncture and like all of it. Like there's just so much we know. Um, one of the coolest things you did while we were working together is you went to China to go and um, like be in the hospitals and like kind of see how that they integrate, you know, this 5,000 year old uh, medicine tradition plus like sort of modern, um, sort of modern medicine. And I'm just, well, I don't like to call it modern medicine, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. So like, what was that like, like going in and just seeing that kind of medical system? I loved my experience in China. Like it, it was mind-blowing in so many ways, you know, because culture, we have a culture of, of medicine too, like medicine is actually a cultural practice, and, you know, we don't know this if we're doing the same thing over and over, but um, there's different ways to, to think about medicine, there's, you know, there's different ways to trust medicine, um, so what I saw that was super inspiring uh, was, you know, I would go with one doctor, I remember, um, we would go in our lab coats and then, you know, he would like do the intake, check in on the patients. And then um, it was like during his rounds of checking with patients, you know how they have their little notes and they ask questions. He would actually put acupuncture needles in each patient as he would do his rounds. And basically like, you know, post-stroke patients, for example, you know, they got a lot of help for, you know, neuromuscular uh, response and also boosting their immune system while they're recovering from um, their stroke. So those were really inspiring, like stuff that I saw. That's so cool. And like, and also something too, I learned when I was doing my Reiki training um, is that in, uh, in other countries, it's super normalized to like go get Reiki every couple days. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and the same with acupuncture is like, you might just roll in and like get, get some points like, and and that seems like culturally, like part of making medicine part of your just kind of day-to-day -day life. Absolutely. And I'm a big fan of Reiki as well. I get Reiki done on myself as well. So, you know, Reiki is, is highly, highly recommended to me as well. So yes, like that kind of daily, daily practice or weekly practice of like, oh, I'm going to honor my body. I'm going to listen. I'm going to pay attention. And then I'm going to go actually do something about it. Amazing. Amazing. Etwan, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for everything. And in the show notes, Etwan's phone number, deersongacupuncture.com, uh, and all the things. Uh, what is it called? Protect V? Danger V? Defender V. 
Defender V. It's like your superhero name as a TCM practitioner by day and martial artist by night. Defender V. Um, thank you so much. Thank you, Bevan.